Another episode, another week. Um, but the voice you're hearing first and foremost is Troy. You're not used to that. You're used to Joey. He's taking a back seat this time. Know why? Because I'm running the show. It's all about me this week. Well, not really. Joey just has like 19 other fucking podcasts to do this week. So give his voice a break. Yeah. So he's here. He's here. But also, who do we have? The champ is here. The champ, champ is here. CWE Central Canadian heavyweight champion, Davey O'Doyle. He's going to chat mm-hmm. some wrestling, some music. Some all sorts of shit. Davey, how's it going? Man, it's going. I'm just ready to kind of see where this goes, I guess. <laughs> well, I can go off the rails. We send, sort of have topics. Sometimes we don't. But really, first and foremost, we'll just kind of get to know you. So, Davey O'Doyle. Who is Davey O'Doyle, the wrestler? The wrestler, Davey O'Doyle. Yes. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know how you describe that. It's, it's kind of just like... You're just a dude who wants you want to win, man. It's a competitive drive, you know. Like I've always played sports. I've always been to working out. I've always been into this and that, and that all kind of culminates in one place. That's pro wrestling, right? You know, it's a goal to be the champ, and now you are the champ. Um, what's it like having a belt or a title around your waist now? Uh, like the the responsibility that comes with it is nice, you know, to be like recognized as a champion, like. I'm not used to it though, because like now I have to repack my my wrestling gear bag and like make <laughs> for a championship belt, so that's kind of a pain in the ass. But like, it's it's good good to know you're the champ, right? For sure, it sounds awesome. And we were there; we got to see that. I actually dragged Joey out to the matches there. Uh, Kicking the last, like, exactly, you know, dragged him out. Uh, I think you had a good time though, realistically, About Joey. What was that like for you, man? Dude, man, honestly, I was a big wrestling guy back in, uh, we've, we've talked about this, but just for Davey, I, I've been a wrestling guy for a long time, uh, primarily back in the day when it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin and all that shit, I loved that, uh, before then, you know, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, that sort of thing, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you, I believe. Yeah, Davey's just a baby. How, how old is Davey? I'm 21. Okay, does your mom and dad know you're on the podcast? <laughs> just kidding bro uh, but yeah so I don't know I, I had I had a lot better time than I think I had imagined I would and that's no offense to like you guys I just haven't been following wrestling for a long ass time but I really really enjoyed myself and I was all looking forward to seeing you fight Savio Vega before the pandemic so. <laughs> like, so was I. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to make was the best it, of that. Yeah, yeah, Joe, was it fair to say maybe you had some preconceived notions going into this before um, just checking it out? No, no. I, I mean, probably just because I've seen like when when high impact wrestling was a thing and they they would play or they would wrestle with the exchange quite a bit. It wasn't it wasn't the best wrestling that I've seen to be honest. But um, I'd say that everybody there that I watched was really good um you you and spaceman i think were my two favorites um honestly oh, I'm, not just saying that. I'm not just saying that because you're on the podcast i i oh. was like fuck man davio doyle's the shit and, and i was happy that you that you won that uh 
King of the Ring thing, whatever. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, the, the King's Challenge or whatever. That's right, the King's Challenge. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, man. It was it was good, and I was I was I was impressed by the overall um, athleticism and uh, I liked your your character as well. It was something that I could I could get behind and uh, made made people want to cheer for you. So I, I give you that, so, my man. It was cool. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? Just because I'm very yeah. curious. Just because I'm a guy who's always been about wrestling. Like what? <laughs> From Stone Cold's time to like not watching wrestling for a while, what's kind of made you like stop watching wrestling? Um, I think for me, it seemed to me there was like a huge influx of people I didn't give a shit about. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I liked that attitude era because I liked the storylines, I liked the characters. Um, I honestly, I honestly think I pretty much just stopped wrestling because me and Troy moved to the city, we didn't have cable. <laughs> yeah, fair. And been. that was before that was before like streaming online was a big thing. Like you were probably in grade two when that happened. <laughs> just kidding, bro. Uh, but you know, I, I think honestly, I just I I got too far separated from it, and I couldn't see myself like putting in enough time to figure out what the fuck I missed. <laughs> you yeah, know what that, I mean? That's that makes sense. Yeah, because like I noticed a lot of people they say like. Because, like, I guess maybe in a little bit less now, but the general era it lately has been, like, the PG era. So everything's right. kind of squeaky clean and it's just whatever, right? And right. I know a lot of people, they like the grunginess of, like, the Attitude era, the Stone yeah. Cold times or whatever, right? So I know a lot of people said that. So I was just kind of wondering what your what your take was or if that was your take or what was the deal there. Uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, it was just... Um just not not having the time to keep up with it and yeah. not being able to catch up um i still like i still like it like oh, oh whatever yeah. I, I flipped it the other day but it, it was it was more fun for me to watch to watch you guys do it live and be there in person and see that but jesus christ boys you gotta do something about that ring <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was fucking terrified a couple times that turnbuckle's coming off i was like oh fuck this is it <laughs> i was telling no comment on that one. No comment. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well, I was telling Joey about the one match, I don't know how many months ago, but you got whipped into the turnbuckle, and the fucking turnbuckle broke right as you got launched into it. Back just snaps and just kept going. Respect, man. That was tough. Yeah, yeah no crazy. comment again. We'll keep that one to no comment. <laughs> yeah. No comment. You did what you had to do. You kept going. You kept things moving. I've been to a number of events where a rope has been snapped or busted and they go with two two ropes and they just make do it's yeah it's interesting uh, it's yeah, entertaining to say the least <laughs> that's all you can do <laughs> but yeah to get back on the like the topic of, of like what kind of made me stop watching was i can specifically say for myself it was the invasion angle wcw wwe yeah. i just i lost i just kind of could not care less about it it just was so it was done so poorly that i yeah. just stopped caring and then by that time i was like like joey said we were like moving you know getting on with our lives kind of doing different things and lost touch with it and now i have just gotten back into it and watch more independent shows and live shows because they're so much fun and i tell everybody that i like try to take to the show like you know you're gonna have fun i haven't brought anybody to a show that hasn't came out of it having a blast and i tell them just the worst thing you can do is just sit there and just kind of watch yell at the people yeah. have fun you know you gotta have at people. the door and just go yeah because i always tell people when they're like come watch me wrestle or 
or anything like that. I'm just come with an open mind and just like want to be entertained. That's it. That's all you need to do. And something, somebody, somewhere will entertain. Without a doubt. Yeah, you, you guys are super entertaining. Um, but I, I love that uh, that old lady with the "you suck" sign. She's my favorite person. She was so funny. I would laugh every time. She just just mean mugging everybody, just like fuck you. Hold up, not, not even saying anything. Sometimes just holding up the "you suck" sign. That was classic for me. I love that. <laughs> the crowd for sure. It's fun. Like, what do you think of the fans of, of those shows? TV. I mean, I I tend to tweet out and uh, with reckless abandon about how redneck and hillbilly and um, unshowered some of them may be, but... Um, I can't say you're wrong for, like, <laughs> for, for a lot of, like, that that crowd specifically, right? Because I know there's there's different crowds, like, I know Saskatoon for, like, Prairie Pro Wrestling, where I go there, they have, like, quite a, I'd say quite, like, a younger fan base, like, mid-20s, early-30s, and guys, guys just getting drunk and just getting rowdy, and it's a good time there, right? Yeah. So, like, when you wrestle a crowd like that, or like, Wayburn, when the CWE shows come around, it's just like, just a group of whatever people, and I guess because I'm local, I get a good response, but that's just nice and fun and easy, but yeah, I don't know, the Regina crowd's just kind of, it, it is what it is, no comment, I guess. <laughs> well, well it was, it's good, because like like you said like when you have that diversity it's nice because there's different uh, organizations that have a different crowd like some younger 30 to 40s people who are kind of there for a good time and then you're gonna have um some you know regina crowds have been there a long time they might not be like you know the the cleanest but they're the friendly some <laughs> the friendly cleanest. ones they're having fun but, and then Wayburn like that's more of like that that family event right you had yeah. tons of kids tons of people that were there maybe for the first time so they're just there not knowing what to expect and, and that kind of brings a whole different thing into it and yeah you being from here which is you know awesome that's where I'm currently stationed at right now and it was fun to see you out there and see some of your friends and family and there's people go crazy for you well, it's nice it's nice to know they get that reaction right it helps helps me feed off the crowd and helps definitely helps the promoter want to put you in some bigger spots which is always nice for sure well for wrestling just aside from the wrestling that you already do do you actually watch any wrestling on tv anymore is it something you still spend a lot of time like focusing on um i would say like i watch a ton of wrestling maybe not live like weekly episodic wrestling as much if there's a match i hear about or like on a on a pay-per-view type show that's really really good or even on our like a raw and a smackdown or whatever it's a good match i'll go watch it but i don't watch like week to week episodes i just kind of go back or watch a little bit of whatever from here and there right yeah I, i'm very much that same boat i don't have the time i, I feel like to, to track everything down to watch it every week i just yeah there's so much out there and so much good stuff really when you look at it and we just yeah. have everything from you know on the wwe network you can stream anything find anything you want I mean, it's just, it's basically the benefit of, of us now, but there's sometimes overkill, so I don't really know what's going on, you know, from week <laughs> to week, but yeah. I know what I like and I know what's out there. Social media is great for that too, right? Because like, if you follow the right accounts or whatever, people will just put up countless gifts of anything and you can pretty much just keep <laughs> up with that too. To draw your own conclusions or what have yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah, just, just enough to know what's going on before yeah. you actually go watch a match, right? So Troy, yeah, Troy sorry, sure. sorry guys, Troy, you, you're talking about the WWE now. Do you do you subscribe to that? Is it any good if you do? 
Uh, no, I do not. Um, it's sort of like Netflix. You don't know where yeah. you get the passwords from, right? You just kind of <laughs> they just show share up, and yeah. log in, right? Yeah. Uh, and right now, I think they have, from what people have said, like you can get it for free for the time being or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, just pandemic stuff, right? You know, there's some companies that want you to check out things and kill your boredom. I believe they have maybe all of the network for a little while or some stuff, but, but it's Sweet. available for sure. And it's nice because there's some cool stuff on there like that you're not going to get to see. So like you know when did, sit down interviews and stuff like that. Right? Do they have? Do they have like all the matches ever? Like is it like from back in the fucking day? Like or is it just from like a certain year on? I don't like, know. Would they have, would they have there's a lot. Pay per views? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll fucking do. Oh something. yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not there's, about there's the a WWE lot of that work right now. I've got a question Davey. for you, Davey. Go ahead, go, Joey. Yeah. Tell him. What What made you want to do this, man? Like, what? Who was Who was one wrestler when you were a kid? You're just seeing these guys just beating the shit out of each other. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to do, man. Who was that? So I guess there's like kind of two separate like little answers in that. So like awesome. for specific people, like obviously this will show my age, but like I remember I started watching in 2007. And at the time, like, Batista was the world heavyweight champion, right? Like, now Batista's in Hollywood, and he's yeah. he's kind of big big for acting and everything. But I just remember he was, like, he was very quiet, very quiet, didn't say a whole lot. But then he just went in the ring, he's big and jacked up, and he just beat the tar out of people. And I was quite a shy kid, and I remember thinking, like, he doesn't say much, but he, like, kicks ass. So, like, that's that's me. Like, that's what I want, right? Yeah, and then, that's funny that you say that just because I wasn't watching wrestling then like that shows the differences in where people start and and, and quit watching because I knew yeah. who he was but I just I didn't watch and and I couldn't tell you you know a good match from a bad match with him so yeah right and then I guess like what made me want to do it was like so I've always like been big into sports like contact sports right football hockey whatever the whole nine yards and I remember in high school I got really big into like into working out and like for, for the physique wise and then in high school in like my grade 12 year i finally tried like um drama class and like acting and stuff like that okay. and i found i was quite decent at it and i quite enjoyed it right so you sure. put all that stuff together that's you got wrestling. wrestling and i've already loved <laughs> professional wrestling so it was kind of a must try right you i regret it awesome. if i didn't try it so i tried it and i loved it and then where did you go to train um before like high impact wrestling shut down there was like they had like a it was the training academy but it was like a ring was set up in the promoter's garage right so they get a couple of guys were like designated the trainers and then you just go in there and you'd wrestle okay wow. well and then from wow. there it just went bigger and better and i know you've trained at like the new japan pro dojo was it out in california yeah in los angeles there yeah yeah that's wild man that's cool that's exciting that's, that's sweet like, yeah, man, it's, it's wrestling's. It's one of those things where, like, if you really want to make it happen, you you have to spend some money. But there's so much opportunity, and that's like the unfortunate part about a lot of guys. They don't go out and make use of it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but I had a pretty like I had a, a big trip planned for the summer. Like, we'll see if it actually gets off because of all mm -hmm. this COVID nineteen bullshit. But like, I mean, there's so many opportunities if you're willing to dish out a little bit of money for it that like. Like, the sky's the limit, really. Yeah, there's so much travel, there's a lot of time invested into it, you know, the camaraderie of it from what I've yeah. seen, and it's just, it's just wild. It's a pretty cool 
little exclusive group and you know it's wild i can only imagine what it's like from being on the inside right but anyway it's just kind of one thing i'd like to ask just going back to some of the stuff we talked about with events and dragging joey's ass out there and maybe being hesitant to go what would you say davy what would you tell somebody to get someone to come watch a show who's pretty hesitant other than just kind of being like yeah just hold 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 back hold the you know brain at the door and just go with it um that's that's so tough right because it depends on like i guess the person but like i said before to a stranger it would i would just say like this is one of the most interactive events you'll ever go to. It's more interactive than a concert. Yeah. It's it's more interactive than a sports event. They literally feed off your energy and guys will react with you specifically if you give to them. So be entertained and like you will make a memory. I guarantee that. Absolutely. That's, right on, like, that's beautiful, man. I, I love that answer. That's great. That's, that's, that's the last exactly time. how it was. Last time we went and we saw Eugene there at, at CWE, and cool. I was so jacked because I was being loud. I love to yell at people. It's just what <laughs> I do. I feel like I feel like wrestlers like that shit as long as it's not overboard. Like there's been a few times where I've gone to some some indie shows and like there's been a couple. One in Estevan, especially Estevan, you can already tell that it's going off the rails. But yeah. we had we had you know maybe 30 people in the audience. You know, it was when Ron Simmons was there, and right. it was awesome because people were just like yeah, yeah yelling at him. But then you have this one family two it was like a wife and a husband they had their kids there but then she just yells like fuck you you cocksucker and then all of a sudden like the 25 other people in attendance just eyes dart to her and we're all like whoa and then the funny part was ron he was beside her and then he just starts walking away from her and we're like i'm gonna walk to the other side of the ring now <laughs> i was just like yeah it's it's um you gotta know your audience i'd say yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta know, you gotta feel it out when it's like a family show, right? Like, hey, <laughs> maybe maybe tone that down a bit there. Yeah, maybe <laughs> just call him a bastard or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's wow. Those are shows, events, but you know, sometimes that shit happens. It is pretty yeah. funny when it does, and you just roll with it. And they had a yeah. good time with it. And you know, once the audience kind of showed them the ropes too and said, "Hey, that wasn't cool." Yeah, there was yeah. no more of that. So right. <laughs> everybody got the gist of that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into uh, another topic that I like to talk about. Joey, you know all about this too. Davey, your your character, you know your your body in general. You're a hairy dude. We're all <laughs> hairy dudes here. You roll yeah. with it. But I imagine you could have that George Animal Steel look if you didn't like do some maintenance. You know, have you ever thought of going full sweater? Um. Or, or so are you I always first, gonna maintenance? <laughs> when I was first training, right? I just kept my like disgusting amount of body hair that i had i don't know where i got this ungodly amount of body hair but i did and then it just like it gets ridiculous and it's like hot and like some people are like legitimately grossed out by it which like i understand so like when i'm like okay if i really want people to like me maybe i shouldn't like maybe i should maybe i shouldn't i don't know so i just decided to like try try to give it a look you know like try to tone it down but like keep the chest because i remember like arn anderson in the 80s had like was shaving together the full, the full torso, right? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah the like, Tom Selleck, gonna... right? You know, like yeah, the Tom Selleck. Just got that old eighties that appeal, and like for this, there was a podcast you were recently on, and I, I asked the question: Do you like wax? Do you sugar? Do you shave? I didn't get a shout out for that, so I'm not shouting them out. That's how I am. I'm petty like that. <laughs> so like yeah, any that's... of that stuff, like I'm curious because I've sugared myself, my back, whole. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it does 
keep things thinner the more you do it, but it's still painful, man. It's still painful. Oh, yeah. If I were I to ever do it. So when I first got rid of all my like incredible massive amount of body hair at first, <laughs> when I was like 18, I like we like I got some of my friends just like, okay, I, I can't do this all myself, so I got some of my buddies and we waxed it, right? And it was like it was painful. <laughs> like it's not like doesn't feel great. Like, maybe not as bad as some people say, but it was painful. And then after I got rid of that, now I just usually about probably once a week in the shower, I'll just get a razor and start going just because keep go. it down, right? Or before a show so that it looks smooth, something like that, right? Joey, what's your <laughs> routine? Gonna, Do you got a routine? No, I was, <laughs> nah, dude, I was just going to say, <laughs> I remember one time that I fucking shaved your back and you shaved mine with a fucking dick. <laughs> it's had to be done, man. That's that's the word, bonding 101, really. That yeah, was, man, the back's a tough, was a back's long, a tough but You spot. can't reach. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It was weird. You know, but it happened. Yeah. I, other than that, know, no, boys. My, my hair never grew back the same ever since that time that I shaved, that you shaved it. Shaved my back. It's always was been it a little. Thicker? Was it thicker? Was it better? No, it was patchy. Oh, patchy. It's patchy. It's kind of like, here's a big fucking clump and here's nothing. <laughs> but, you know, everywhere else is just out of control. I, I you know, I don't fucking care. Whatever, man. It's, man. Do you think, Davey, if you went full heel, you could rock the George Animal Steel look? <laughs> um, I wouldn't, like, I'm so accustomed to not having it now that I wouldn't really like to, but if <laughs> some company, if a big company wanted me to do it, and they were gonna give me a good amount of money to be a wrestler for a living for them, and they said we need you to get extraordinarily hairy, because we know you can, I would. Beautiful. You hear that, Nike? <laughs> we're Asics or whatever, whatever sponsors wrestling companies these days. <laughs> he will go full bore if the money's there. Fucking money there talks, boys. That's money right. If, and if that isn't a great segue out of wrestling, let's let's talk some music now. You know, this is Limbo Cast. You know, Joey's the music man. He records, he produces, and I just shoot the shit. But Davey, um, what do you like to work out to? What kind of music would you be listening when you're working out to get in wrestling shape? Um, you know, I think most consistently, like, especially in the last couple of years, I think I listen to a lot of, like, like, punk music, I guess it'd be. So I guess bands like, like, Rancid, or, like, Dropkick Murphy, or, like, Pennywise, like, ba bands like that are, like, what I'm listening to lately, I'd say, more than anything. But that's, like, a lot of that's for when I work out, and, like, when I'm doing other stuff, I'll listen to different things, you know? That's okay, cool, so the workout man. stuff, kind of get high-energy punk music, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Is there anything otherwise, like you said, like just anything that kind of strikes your interest, just high energy stuff? Do you like any like acoustic singer songwriters, stuff like that? <laughs> I'm such like a, a random mix, and I'm a lot of like, I have two or three songs of just like random people, but I guess like for other stuff, I'm really big into like, I have a lot of like 90s country or like early 2000s just because like. Growing up, my parents always had AM 1190 on the radio, so I have oh, like, yes. just an absurd amount of like Alan Jackson and Toby Keith and like <laughs> Shania Twain and stuff too, just like nice. really random. And then I still have like a bunch of like rock stuff, and I still just like have like Nickelback and whatever and everything, right? Just like a weird mix. Like when I push shuffle, I don't know what's gonna come up. Cool. I like that. You know, it's it's eclectic. And like you being like, you know, just a little child here, just a young man, age 21. Um, is there any music that some of the boys in the 
the locker room listen to that you just don't understand the appeal of it because it might be older or you might just not like it? Um, so like two two kinds of music that I really just like don't like one bit is like really, really hard screamo stuff. Like I if I can't understand a single word you say in your whole song, it's probably not the move for me. And then like a lot of like the newer the newer like rap stuff, I think it's just like it's god awful. It's just like, oh, Hennessy and my and my bitches in my car and my money, and it's just repeated over and over. Like it's yeah. like I don't mind some rap, like rap's not my favorite, but I if it's a well crafted like rap and good verse and the guy delivers it well, great. But like the new stuff, a lot of it's terrible. Amen. It sounds like that's that's pretty much the consensus for the people I spend time with. Uh, right. With with rap, they're gonna like a lot of the older stuff, just lyrical yeah. rap, as opposed to you know the mumbling and just generic stuff that is out there, but. It's yeah, popular yeah. still. Holy shit! You know, you get surprised for the stuff that people listen to. That's for sure. Well, I, I would like to just say here, as as a musician, that any rap that came out past about the year two thousand three is horseshit. Thank you. That's, <laughs> That's fair. And I, I'd be hard pressed to argue that because I wouldn't know, right? Yeah, there's a couple. Garbage. There's a couple I got on my playlist. They pop up every now and then. I don't know. I, but, I don't. I, there's some guys who I don't mind. Like some newer guy. Like I guess like not that Jay Z does a lot of stuff after whatever in the 2000s, but I still think his stuff's pretty decent after. And like a, one rapper I like is like J Cole. I think he actually has like maybe it's not actually I forgot not J. hard Cole. gangster rap or anything, but like he's good too. He's great, J Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I have Kendrick no idea. Lamar as well. I used to hate right. Kendrick Lamar, but he's really good, actually. Don't know yeah. any of these names. You, you'd <laughs> like him, actually, Troy. I think you'd yeah. like both those guys. You'd like J. Cole, because you like, you like emo music, right? Yeah, so sadly. J. Cole's, I'm J. a sad well, no, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And J. <laughs> J. Cole is um, he's, he's a very lyrical dude, for sure. He's not... Um, he's, he's more of a poet that raps on his songs. You know what I, mean? I think you might actually get a lot out of J. Cole. He's got some cool. good albums. I'd give it a go, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was I was listening to some J Cole actually just before before you guys called me there. I had my headphones and I was listening to some. So I'll always put J Cole over. And then you had some like Katy Perry pop on in between some Swap and Shop on AM eleven ninety. <laughs> swap and Shop. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just like in like a lot of just like weird like random two thousand like seven two thousand eight like rock music just like or like alternative music I guess like randomly just like pierce the veil and like breaking benjamin and just like random stuff like that like like i said it's just a weird mix of stuff on my shuffle i like it mine i'm sure i have have that as well too do you have any on your list that are like you'd consider guilty pleasure and you almost don't want to tell people but you will right now um wow i fucking know i do i'm just trying to i probably do but i'm just trying to think of some like I, I don't know. Like if Nickelback's guilty pleasure, because I just straight up like them. Like I understand people universally. Like most people do not like them one bit, but like I do. But like weird, like stuff from when I was a kid. Like a lot of like TV intro theme songs. Like I have some of those too. Like one like weird one I found on like Apple Music lately was like "What's New Scooby Doo." The sound like the, the intro is by Simple Plan. And just for some reason, I downloaded it. So, like, that's kind of like a weird guilty pleasure, I guess. That's cool. That's very unique. That's I like cool. that, man. 
Yeah, I like weird. that honesty and the the trust you had in us to say that out loud. So. Yeah, but yeah, really, like, I don't know. I, I have I have no shame about it. Like whatever. Teams <laughs> make, so get over it. That's yeah, for say, sure. If, if you like something enough, it doesn't seem like a guilty pleasure. It's like I just like it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, Vanessa Carlton's the shit. Still, people mm-hmm. don't give her enough credit just because she had one big song that people like to make fun of. She was still talented. God damn it. Yeah, you know what. <laughs> She she quit music to go to Harvard, so she's smart too. Smart, smart, smart. That's right, smart, smart, love it. Smart, smart, beautiful. Um, but yeah, I guess you guys said yeah. If it's something you like, it's not really guilty. But getting back to the Nickelback comment, me and Joey talked about them on a podcast back a couple weeks ago. I think it seems like it might have been years ago. It's the days are going weirdly fast or slow nowadays. But we said the same thing that like they they put out some really good songs. They know what to do. They're making tons of money. A lot of people would gladly be in their place. And, yeah. you know, when their shit comes on the radio, I know the lyrics, you know, I'll tell, ah, it's fucking Nickelback. But, yeah, I'm okay with them. I like them. Nickelback is such, like, a bandwagon band just to hate for no reason. Like, if you yeah. genuinely listen to Nickelback and give them a chance and it's not your kind of music, fine. But if you're just like, oh, I just hate Nickelback, like, hey, man, like, fuck off. Just give it a chance. Just try it. And yeah. that, that can be said for that can be said for most music. It's like absolutely. Yeah. I'll give I'll give anything a chance, but if it sucks, it sucks. Yeah. And conversely, if it's good, it's good. It doesn't matter as, as long as I enjoy it. I don't really give a fuck if people like it or not. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, and the subjectiveness of music is so weird too. Where it's like, honestly, I could listen to something and just it doesn't resonate with me, and I won't like, yeah. and I just can't. And people want to ask, like, why don't you? I just there's sometimes not a good answer, and I accept that. It's like it's, it's not for me. I don't like it. Maybe it's the sound. Maybe it's their lyrics. It just doesn't hit home for me, man. Whereas like other shit, just it clicks, and it just it's it's me in a nutshell. And I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Music again. So speaking of like weird kind of unique stuff, going back to music. Um, do you remember the first album you ever bought, Davy? Huh, album, CD, album. cassette, whatever that may be. The first one I bought myself. Hmm, I, I'm, I, I'm sure it's not the first album I ever bought myself, but I like the one that pops into mind like the longest ago was like in 2007. I bought a uh, Sum 41's album called Underclass Hero. I remember that with like a pink and black album cover. Okay, I know that album. Yeah, and I just, like, I don't know, I guess Sum 41 was my kick. I still like Sum 41, but at that time, they must have been my kick, so I actually spent some money to buy it. But that's as far back as I can remember, that's the first one I remember. Okay, pop-punk stuff. Was that kind of your jam, kind of growing up? Some of that pop-punk stuff mixed with some harder punk stuff as you got older? Yeah, like, the, the pop-punk stuff was definitely something I was into, like, when I was younger. And not that I'm not now, but... I'd say, like, the actual proper punk stuff I didn't start to get into until, like, a couple years ago. Because I remember... I don't even remember how I got onto, onto Rancid, but I started listening to Rancid, and, like, now they're probably my favorite band at this point, because I just, like, have... Like, that's one of the few artists that I, like, I have their whole whole discography on my phone, right? Okay, that's cool. cool. And you're not even sure, like, did anybody introduce you to this stuff? Like, like for me, I know, me and punk, I just haven't 
found the right bands uh, that I've liked. I think I've been soured because a lot of people that have tried to introduce me to uh, punk bands, they've been like not really good suggestions and I haven't liked them. So I'm just like, nah, punk's not for me. But, you know, if there was a, a track or an album for me to listen to, what would you recommend me get into? I, the, okay, I, I found Rancid because in I had a GameCube game called um, Tony Hawk's Underground 2. <laughs> and on it, there's a song and it's called Fall Back Down. It's by Rancid. Yeah. It was like on their album that I would say is like, the least like the least punkish like it still is punk but it's very alternative more than anything so like that was a kind of a, one of their bigger mainstream albums so that was like one of the big songs on that album so that kind of got me interested and then as i got down the rabbit hole more i appreciated their more of their punk punk stuff but like that was the song fall back down that's cool, cool. tony hawk tony hawk got me into zebra head for like music back in the day like the pop punk right. stuff i love me some zebra head from that yeah man <laughs> i tried to i actually tried to skip my own grade 12 graduation to go see them live in regina but mom and dad were having none of that yeah i don't i i don't think my parents would allow something like that either <laughs> so yeah my first my first cd i remember my cd was space jam soundtrack on cd yeah wow yeah I know, that's a weird one Joey, you got, what, do you remember your first CD? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, oh, nice. Uh, I was... I don't even know how to preface this to not sound totally lame, but it's fine. We're all sharing things here that are That's uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> um, my first CD was by a Latin singer <laughs> called oh. John Cicada. Okay. And... Um, I think I was probably like, I don't know, 10 or something, mowing lawns and shit. Had some money. I liked like one song. And back back in our day, streaming wasn't an option. So God, no. if you liked a song on a CD, you had to fucking roll the dice. Yeah. Bought the CD for the one song. And yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't remember what. No, no, no. John Cicada, Heart, Soul, and a Voice. And he has all three of those things. So there you go. <laughs> That was I my appreciate first CD. That. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's good. And yeah, when you get talking about the idea of streaming and not being able to test out stuff, yeah, just knowing that Davey's from a different world than us. He could have just went online world. and been like, all right, yeah, I'll check this out. Whereas I had to trust in my heart that this 56K <laughs> modem was going to hold out and I could download this Rob Zombie song for, that was going to take 45 minutes and hope to God nobody would try phoning and fuck up on the like dial-up internet and potentially get a virus. And that's what happened. That's that's how I started too, honestly, though. Because like, my internet was like really atrociously bad for like mostly when I grew up. So I'd have to like... So it's other... I had to buy the CD or if I wanted to try to get it on like an MP3 player or something, it was like try to get like lime wire or frost wire or whatever like cancerous type of thing would like destroy your computer right and then just download sure. and every once in a while you get like it wouldn't even be the right version or the right song yeah. you just got like fooled into downloading this mp3 file right like i remember i only had this happen like one time i can remember but i remember it was i don't remember what song it was supposed to be but it ended up being some dude playing like live and you could hear it was like in their garage basically and I just, and it was like, just like, just generic rock stuff. And I just remember, like, I was like, what the hell is this, right? Like, it's just some like guerrilla promotion, man. There's a couple times, I guarantee you, there's bands out there that 
that got a lot of extra airplay because of that tricky shit they pulled. Yeah. <laughs> but also the old uh, Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations clip that would come on every <laughs> once in a while, for sure. <laughs> LimeWire, FrostWire, yeah, those peer-to-peer -peer services, man. So, oh, wow. Did you have those in school? Did you have those on the school computers back then too? We tried to sneak uh, those on. I don't think I don't think we were we were ballsy enough to do it. I think <laughs> I think we like we tried to watch like YouTube videos because YouTube by the time I was getting to, like middle school, YouTube was like kind of a bigger thing. So I remember we always tried to watch like inappropriate videos or whatever, and then <laughs> we'd either get caught or like they kind of like figure it out. And then the next couple days or the next week or whatever, they would block. They block all videos not pertaining to like education or something. I don't know how, but I just remember like we got duped a bunch of times by the teachers from that. <laughs> the biggest thing we could do is watch like flash videos or play flash games and stuff like that. That's, yeah, yeah. Then then it just yeah, everything was too intense for for that. But now we're in the golden age. Anything we want, click of a button. Yeah, I, I click of a button. I can't imagine trying to be in school now. You just do whatever you want on those computers, right? Yeah, like, like you know, just thinking that you've only been out of school for so long, just like, it's, it seems like, what, a couple years for you, but things have probably changed so fast from, from people that you know that are there. Because uh, I go to school and work with kids a lot, and, like, some of the stuff they're doing, I'm just like, holy Christ, this is pretty advanced. <laughs> I, I remember there was... They like they would like use computers as like so like there was kids who were like they wouldn't do their schoolwork or they're like a little bit slow or like whatever their situation was and they'd have to like bribe them to work harder so like if they did really well I remember they let this guy if he like did all of his homework and handed it in on time in a day he in one of like I can't remember what it was like in health class or something he'd get to like pretty much just skip it and go play like some thing on like addictinggames.com or something and it was called like free run so it's just this like guy and he free runs like jumps over fences and stuff so i remember like they were kind of using that to like bribe kids who are like not i guess motivated to do better but like stuff like that and i thought was bullshit but whatever <laughs> teachers gotta teach somehow sometimes those kids get motivated that way right <laughs> yeah i never awesome. got any fucking motivation in school it's bullshit well, you didn't get some free run games to play, man. No, I fucking got... didn't. It's fucking horseshit. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get free... hang out. I I got to turn around and see a guy play free run, but I didn't get any of that stuff myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're too smart. They knew you were way way more advanced, Davy. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was actually yeah. capable. Of, yeah. <laughs> bigger and better things for you, Davy. Yeah. So. <laughs> but like, speaking of all the streaming services, ease of access. What do you use for music now, Davy? Like, what? Are you a Spotify guy? Are you like Google Play? Just YouTube music? What do you use? Uh, I have Apple Music on my iPhone, so like, that's easy enough. Just pay the whatever and then you can... As long as it's not like out of your region, which for some reason Canada is sometimes, like you can pretty much get whatever you want, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's so many to choose from. Like, I'm lucky enough, like, I'm tagged onto Joey's family plan for Google right. and it's just... I can't imagine... Uh, going back to like physical media real really now I got rid of all my CDs and stuff like do you collect anything like that Davey are you like a strictly digital guy or do you have like records or CDs anything like that nothing like besides like the probably like eight to ten CDs I bought growing up like no like if I was to say actual collecting things I'm not much of a collector but I have like 
a, just a, a big old huge pile of like graphic novels and comic books, but like that's not music related. So. Oh, my friend, what's what's your favorite what's your favorite comic while we're here? Uh, is oh, okay. So are we gonna say like like one story arc, or are we gonna talk about like a certain writer, or like? <laughs> Sorry, what are we gonna say here? Sorry. <laughs> um, let's go. Let's just go with. Okay, let me just say, are you Marvel or DC? Um, so when it comes to the actual comic books themselves, it's really dependent on like the writer more than anything, but I'd say growing up I was more DC than Marvel. Wow, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, you're, you're the opposite? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm more Marvel for sure, but I, I do obviously like the, I like the classic Batman and Superman and all that. Right. Final Crisis is fantastic. Um, yeah. Well, I'm just looking at my. I'm looking at my fucking. Just one second. Watchmen. Watchmen's great. Um, Death of Captain America. If you haven't read the Death of Captain America, I recommend. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, Bucky takes over for him and everything like that. Hey. You betcha. Is, I was is, not a Captain Ed, Ed America. Is, did he? Did he write those? You are right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Cool. I like that. It's not often I talk to comic people besides Troy. So, and yeah, yeah. I kind of have a little, I don't know, I'm not really into mainly mainstream stuff. If I do check things out, I like artists more so, right? Like, I've always been a big Todd McFarlane fan for his artwork. Uh, some of his comics I really don't care about, but I like read like Dark Child, like obviously Spawn here and there. I've got some of that. I kind of fall in and out of of reading of it and stuff like that. I find myself popping into it, but I like his art and his um, like artwork that he does for other people and things like that. Like I collect autographs and got a couple of him and stuff like that. And uh, also for me, big actual one of my favorites comics is Silver Surfer. Just as a character, I always thought his was like the most unique for me, and I like it even though he takes a lot of shit. Some people don't like him, but I don't know. It just gravitates, captures me. Uh, weird stuff like that. I find that I, I'm all over the map with that. Whereas, like, I would totally love to get into more comics and like uh, hearing some of like like people that are really into it talk about it. I'm impressed with like how you know like the storylines or the arc or like yeah. this or that and the other. And I'm like, whoa! I just try and get into like maybe a couple things, see if I like it here and there, and roll with it. But. You know, it's, it's a whole nother world for sure, man. Like, I, I'm not even up, caught up to date on all the f- fucking, like, movies yet. Okay. Yeah. Man, I remember, because, like, my, two of my, like, top Marvel guys, like, my number one's always been Daredevil, and Punisher has always been one of my other guys, and I remember oh, everybody yeah. just jumping on board with those Netflix series about how great those characters were, man, and I was like, like, no, you don't even know. Like, those are my guys. You yeah. don't know. You've never read it. Like, don't play yeah. this. Thank you. Right, just like like, and then when like the series will do like throwbacks to like one of the iconic comic books or like a scene from that, and then just they they don't get it. I'm like, man, you like you're missing out. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Though I did love um, I did love the Punisher series on Netflix and Daredevil as well. Yeah, um, I didn't have a super huge. Mm, I didn't have a super huge like love for daredevil the comic um, right just i don't know nothing nothing against him or whatever he just wasn't a guy that i would go to like i definitely want punisher for sure 
uh, Deadpool, Spider-Man, shit like that, those sorts yeah. of guys. But like, I, I thought that John Berenthal being cast as the Punisher was just fucking genius casting. That was great. Oh, it's fantastic, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did they only have two seasons of that show? Yeah, but they're bringing it. They're trying to bring back, bring it back for a third. I heard. Okay. I heard Netflix well, yeah. might be bringing it back. My lady was into that one. I watched a few episodes of it and was gonna get into it. I just, you know. I switch. I have so many friggin' hobbies, that's the problem. <laughs> like, I get sidetracked with so much stuff, and now with some downtime, you know, not as much downtime as others, because I'm still plugging away working, um, you know, I'd like to get into some, some different things, but I guess speaking of all that downtime, Davey, you got some downtime? Are you struggling to, you know, keep busy, or what are you doing right now with COVID being everywhere? Um, so, like, it's not that I, I didn't go to terribly a lot anyways besides wrestling, to be honest. So, like, it's, that's not so much the adjustment, but for me, the adjustment's been, like, not getting my hour and a half out of the house in the gym, that kind of thing, more than anything is what, like, kind of gets, gets in my head a bit. Like, I'm at my parents' place right now, and they have some, like, some, like, good workout equipment, some, like, they don't use it ever, but, like, I do, so I put it all in a room, and, like, I'm using it, so I'm getting... A decent decent workout with all that stuff which is good but like besides that i'm doing like a little bit of a little bit of work here and there a little bit of watching wrestling a little bit of reading some stuff like i'm right now i'm not in so much into comic books but i'm reading actual books right now so i'm just you know just trying to like get caught up on everything just whatever keep busy i guess yeah. And yeah, what are you doing to more or less stay busy, stay away from the media? Are you following it? You know, are you busy following any of, of the updates or are you just trying to live day by day? I <laughs> like I'm I'm atrocious at like following the news and following politics and everything. Like if it doesn't come across my like Twitter feed or if like my parents were not to tell me about something like I wouldn't know, to be honest. That's not a bad way to live right now, man. That's for sure. Especially for stuff like politics. Like, people get upset about this and about that. And, like, it's, it's a terrible thing to say, like, to not know what's going on. But, like, ignorance is truly bliss. Because, like, politician stuff doesn't bother me because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, have you... Are you a voter? Do you vote? Uh, I have voted. But, like... Okay. If, if if it's not decently convenient, I don't care. But, like, I have. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I mean, I'm just questioning because, hey, I'm way older than you. And guess what? I've never voted in my life. People get fucking <laughs> yeah. upset when I say that. <laughs> and then I'm just like, whatever. Hey, you know, I, just, I don't really know if I'm educated enough to vote. You know, I try to follow as much as I can. But I'm like, I got so much in my own life right now that I have to focus on. The last thing I need to know is, like, who's going to rob me blind even more than the next time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's not that's not a bad way to go, right? Whatever. <laughs> it's what it is. Joey, are, are you a politics guy? I know you're the one who keeps me on the loop on some things that, even though I work in like a health industry area, sometimes you'll fire me off a text before I even get a press release from like my office at work, and I'll be like, well, "Oh Jesus!" Well, basically, basically, I hate government. Um, so. <laughs> Fair. I'm pretty much watching whatever I got to do to fucking keep an eye on all that shit. You know what I mean? You gotta see who's coming in the back door, boys. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. So you're but, waking, waiting to see if those tanks are coming and who's on them. You know what? Honest to God, 
if people can't just fuck off and stay inside for a bit, first of all, Davey, thank you. Thank you for doing that, because a lot of people here don't. Like, just the other day, I'm in Regina, by the way. Right. Um, so just the other day, we, we live across the street from this park and shit, and they, they closed down the playground and all that. Um, but there's, like, a basketball court at a high school right beside this park. And there was, honestly, like, 50 fucking kids there. Like, that might be an understatement. But we're like looking at this, we're like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is a lot of kids. And somebody ended up calling the cops. And the cops came and said, you know, all you guys fuck off. Because like, if if the big thing is, is that they're trying to do the social distancing or physical distancing or whatever and stuff like that, like you're playing basketball with that many kids. And trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm not that old person that says kids shouldn't have fun and this and that, but it's pandemic. There's shit going on. Uh, just that day, there was already 30 new cases. So you look around, you see you get these kids catch it. Maybe um, the problem they have is that it is affecting the younger people as well. They don't know why. Um, it's not. It's not just targeting the old people like they thought. But you know, you take that home to grandma and grandpa or their older parents or whatever, and who knows? And the spread continues. And I, I think it's something everybody's got to try to take at least halfway seriously. So further to your point, Troy, yes, I'm waiting for the fucking tanks to come because people can't police themselves. So big government will not fucking hesitate to do that for you. Trust me, they're coming. Yeah, that's that's just one of those things like the sooner we all just exactly. just stay inside for a week or two, if everybody just does it, it will, will be done way sooner. Like just exactly. just fucking hunker down and let's do it. Exactly. I mean, and that's and that's what the, we, we've me and me and Troy have been going back and forth about uh, the COVID shit for well, I guess really since it started here. Like I think we started back when uh, I think when we had our first case here, we kind of went went forward a little bit, or even before we had our first confirmed case. But um, just yeah, exactly. If if people can just hunker down, like you look at you look at the place where it happened, like China, uh, immense population, they were able to bring it down to zero. But granted, they had a lot stricter measures than just our prime minister saying hey you know fuck off guys like stay inside it's okay like you're getting fucking drunk inside you're getting your ass kicked until you get inside like and that's that's something that people should look at and say oh okay that's not so bad <laughs> maybe maybe i'll just sit on the coach maybe i'll just sit on the coach and watch netflix today it's fine you know, especially in such an internet age, it's not it's not hard to um, to stay in touch with people. You got your phone, you can hit the boys up, whatever. You got Skype, we're we're skyping right now, so right. like you know, you can you can do that, make a phone call. Um, personally, I'm keeping busy with the podcast thing. I'm doing I'm doing fucking five in a row. I'm doubling down on Friday night. I'm doing two in a row, back to back. I'm just I'm fucking killing it. So I'm fine. I don't care. I hate people anyway, so I rarely leave the house. I left the house today to get groceries, so that was quick. Um, and uh, I didn't even have to go inside the store. They just brought it to my car, and that was wonderful. So They didn't cool. have half the shit we fucking ordered. So thanks, hoarders, for that. No toilet paper, no paper towel, um, and oddly enough, no bell peppers. So I'm not sure what's going on in a world where people hate flavor and generally don't like bell peppers to begin with, they've completely fucked me over entirely. So Watching some Iron Chef. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing with your bell pepper, motherfucker? You give me that. You don't even fucking like bell peppers. They're just grabbing shit because they can at this point. It's fucking stupid. 
It's yeah, it's weird, and, and just I've heard that from my coworker too, who said like she orders stuff from the store, but then you know you get there and hardly any of the items are available. But whatever, at least it's nice. There's things that are happening that make it easier for people to go out. But talking about podcasting and just interacting with other people in general, I know it's helped me come out of my shell and talk to different people. And I think we we have literally like people in our backlog that want to just talk right now and are willing to do it and because like they're kind of stuck at home they don't know what's going on they want to talk they want to vent um and you know davy we appreciate you you know just coming Absolutely. shooting the shit didn't have to be Absolutely. about wrestling it can it's just about whatever life yeah. man yeah man I'm, I'm glad it gives me something to do for however long right because like, <laughs> exactly. there's only so much so much wrestling or so much reading or whatever i can do before i need to do something else for a little bit so <laughs> pleasure's all mine <laughs> yeah and then davy i'll be you know every once in a while he runs out in front of my place and I, I miss him and I don't get to yell at him. <laughs> That's the thing. I think the first time, okay, this is a story of like when I first figured out who the hell he was. I was going to a couple events here and there and I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that guy. And he's from Weyburn. Okay, cool. But like I live like right behind a walking path where a lot of people go. And then I saw him out there and I was just like, Oh, Doyle rules! And he's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, who's this idiot? And then, then everywhere I'd go, I'd seem like I'd see him. He'd be, like, working for the city, like, cutting grass, and I'd be the guy, like, honking and waving. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fucking Doyle. And then I yeah. asked him, like, so did you know it was me? He's like, well, yeah, kind of, sort of, figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it, like, weird when, when people, like, know you as just Davey O'Doyle? Is that a weird thing when they're like, yeah, yeah, Davey, or do you you know ever go by kyle because like it's easier enough for us to be like oh that's davy that's how we know you by um it doesn't it doesn't really bother me if like, you call me davy unless like it's weird when like if your family or your friends who've known you for however many years are like oh that's davy um, it's it's weird <laughs> like, that's weird like i don't like that one bit but like if someone just randomly if they've seen me from wrestling and that's how they know me if that's how they choose to, like call me like that's fine I think like the weirdest one was like, so <laughs> actually at the last like uh, CWE show in Regina there, yeah, it, it happened to me. So like, I'm, uh, I, we, I wrestled, I did whatever. And then this one lady from the crowd, she just like, she met, she comes up to me and she said like, oh, how was your Menchies the other week? And I'm oh like, sitting there, and I stopped, I was like, what? Because like, oh, so I, I went on a date with a girl and we went to this like Menchies place in Regina, right? <laughs> So I guess this chick was was there and just like stalking me out like that's Davy O'Doyle and she must have been like mean mugging me or something and I didn't see her but just like <laughs> that's I'm glad she didn't come up and talk to me at least but like that's such strange. <laughs> well, that like makes me think of like last time the tour went past through CWE and it was in town here. I had some wrestlers stay here, which was just okay. Didn't really expect that to happen. All I know yeah. them is with their ring names, right? Yeah. And so I could just call them like, "Yo, what's up?" Kevin and he's like, oh yeah, my name's like TJ, and I'm like, fuck, I can't remember that. You're just always gonna be Kevin to me. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just they're okay with it for the most part. But yeah, like you said, if it was family members or friends, I could imagine that being kind of weird or awkward, and just being like, hey, you know, okay, you know my name, easy to yeah, chill. Yeah. Is that weird thing where like your aunt and you see once a year? Oh, sorry, here you're wrestling now, Davy, <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> I've I've known you since I was born. Like, please yeah. do not do that, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't patronize me, Andy. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, though. Have you, do you got any weird fan stories aside from the Menchies broad? Um, 
That's so, so weird, man. That's super creepy. I'm like, whatever. I like. I'm. I'm just glad she didn't come say anything while I was on this date, because that would have been weird for me <laughs> and for the girl. But like, um, fans. I guess everything that's weird about like fan stories has always been just like weird, creepy, like like gay dudes or something coming in your like DMs and like asking you for like dick pics and weird stuff like that. And like, I'm at the point where I just kind of like monitor everything, all of my messages really closely. So like it's not that bad, but just weird stuff like that. Just like, hey, I would like I'd like to see a picture of you naked, and then you just like ignore, right? Just whatever. Lock right? and delete, yeah. Yeah. Lock yeah. and delete. Yeah. <laughs> Any no in-person ones, no weirdness. Just kind of. It seems like it's probably pretty good, you know, with with Regina, it's, or like around the small communities. People will be pretty good because. It, it is small, right? They don't want to maybe yeah. make themselves known to people. But, uh, I mean, I've seen enough wrestlers around pass through the area that, you know, they make their rounds to the ladies. Do you have any wild ring rat stories? <laughs> um, I, I, can't, I can't say I do, to be honest. Like, okay, that's not, okay. Not anything, not anything wild. I like to tell people that I've, now that I've seen some wrestlers and know some of them, just kind of like as buddies. Um, yeah, shit. I'd rather have like if I were to have a daughter, I'd let her date a hockey player before a wrestler. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and some of the guys who I've like heard heard stuff about, known about, like I wouldn't blame you to be honest. <laughs> like it's one of those things where like I'm not a very not a very not a not a big party guy really or anything, so I, I very much miss out on all that stuff. But like. You hear some pretty raunchy, like, disgusting stories, so... Do you find it some of the old-school stuff, like, an old-school feel? Like, I, I know it's, you know, when I talk to a lot of my friends who play, like, other sports, uh, they don't like to party after games or things like that. They like to just go back and relax, play a video game or whatever, hang out, you know, have a protein drink, and, and that's their night. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's... I think that's very similar to me and, like, a lot of the guys who I'm, like, good friends with, I think... A lot of us just like to hang out, or if we go out, just have like one drink just at your table, you guys talk or whatever, then leave. That's kind of the deal. But like with the culture, like it was like just so, so drug and alcohol heavy and stuff like there's, there's a lot of stories that like some guys have, or if guys are like that, wrestling is a good place where they can, they find the right guys, they can still just go really wild with it. So like, I don't have many stories, but like it still happens, right? Oh, for sure. I, I can only imagine, like, realistically, just seeing it, you know, in short term here, when a, you have an after party, wherever here, here yeah. or there, you just hear about it, or a buddy says something, or a friend of a friend says, hey, that guy passed through town, and like, yeah, okay, not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just going to be come with the territory, anywhere. You kind of make the best out of those situations, I'm guessing, just enjoying it. Well, yeah. You just res respect the guy, whatever, treat him right or whatever, treat him nice, and then you and your buddies go off and do your thing, right? That's about it. Yeah, yeah man. What's coming up here in the future for you? What's in store for you moving forward? I know we're hopefully um, we're going to see you here in Weyburn in the next month or two, but I don't know if that's happening anymore. Yeah, everything's quite up in the air here. I was, um, like I said before, I had some plans to go wrestle internationally this summer in New Zealand but like I don't know if that's cancelled or, or what yet like I'm still talking to the people there so like I was slowing down a little bit on my bookings anyways but so like with all that like I don't know I don't know what the future holds I don't know <laughs> hopefully we'll see uh, at those CWE shows and 
Regina and Weyburn in the the middle of May there. Hopefully those are still a go. And like I don't know if if my trip gets cancelled and everything, I guess I'm just back to the the rounds of you know Regina, Saskatoon, Edmonton, Calgary, that kind of thing again for the time being. So I don't know. Sure, just wait and see. Because I know yeah. that's even here I know we talk about okay maybe we'll do some shows here stuff like that but we don't even know if that's going to be happening right where it could be I I read a post just before we came on here from like Trudeau saying he doesn't expect a lot of these uh, restrictions to maybe get that much better before July and that's a long time ahead before July before yeah some of these restrictions really kind of get taken off completely so so there's a there's a lot of in between yeah as well we're just waiting to see man taking it day by day that's where we're at here and um we're all in this together man Um, it's good it's wild but with this being wild and crazy are there you know any good things you've seen from this air davy like have you noticed some some good some awesome stuff that you know your friends or family have really been doing out of the blue with this covid stuff um, I think like good stuff about it's like a lot of because like a lot of people's lives are go 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 right and so like a lot of people finally kind of have time to settle down and catch up on stuff and like I see like just maybe if I'm just going for a run quick that day or if, or if I happen to be going to get groceries for my house or whatever and you see like people in their driveway playing basketball with their kids and stuff right like that's a lot of family time that like people might might kind of be neglecting just because their lives are busy or for this reason or that reason so that's like a really nice thing to see i guess would be that yeah we've sort of been forced to slow down and maybe appreciate some stuff that we have been really missing out on or we just have taken for granted and i've seen a lot of that too a lot of that for sure and also people looking into like yeah what is really a want versus a need right. and okay what am i going to do moving forward okay well, cool. when you th- sorry man when, when you think no, in terms ahead. of like the whole the whole scope of this thing it's basically a giant fucking like reset button for what for what your you know kind of what your priorities are and what you thought you like you like you were saying for like needs versus wants and everything like that and it's just it it has definitely it has definitely put everything down to like a crawling pace as opposed to the go 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 it is nice to see the family time um but you know what what's the alternative like you, you look at a place like italy they had the one day they had 900 people fucking died before the day before that was 600 before that it was 700 you know what i mean like it's just it's fucking crazy man it's wild yeah. i see some stuff online too like Usually there's like, oh, social media is like really bad for like trolls or like people yeah. getting arguments and stuff like that. But I've seen like a lot of, a lot of people like, so for like my timeline come together and talk about how much they like certain like wrestling stuff and how it brings them together or certain like people who will talk about like, I'm going through a rough time, like mentally or whatever. And people will be there to like give them some support and encouragement, yeah. right? Like a lot of stuff like that, which is like really good to see especially with how like toxic sometimes social media can be absolutely yeah it can be it can be totally toxic and just for for anybody for anybody that's listening um if you guys ever want to just fucking shoot the shit with me and troy or whatever you you have our you have our dm you can fucking hit us up i'll talk to whoever yeah exactly that's that's what we more or less kind of do every once in a while with some people put them on have some anxiety some some stress some fears that they're going through and they might not have an outlet for that's what we're here for too we're not just talking to 
fucking Canadian wrestling champions all week, every week. <laughs> we that talk shit to the normal happen folks. every day. Yeah, we talk to the little people too. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't. I don't. I think I'm like decently little if you look at my uh, at the pay I get after some of these shows. But hey, that's, that's neither here nor there, right? Um, what's the the least amount of pay? Have you ever worked for free? Um, like yeah, okay. <laughs> like you don't want to like be like yeah oh, whatever like because you're like basically you're giving a service but like yeah i remember mm-hmm. when i started i i paid a lot less for training as long as i like kind of like silently agreed to like work work for experience at the very beginning so i have before don't get me wrong yeah for sure and like obviously i'm not gonna ask you like what's the most you've made but now that you're the champ um do you get a little premium there does it you know help with the payday moving forward um, I don't, I haven't had a match since I've been the champ, so I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, okay, we're putting it out there. The champ deserves more. God damn it. Come on. <laughs> That's right. Who do you, um, so, so being the champion, are you going to be like a true champion? You'll take on fucking anybody that wants a shot type thing? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, why not? Who do you, who do you want to say, who, who do you want? Who do you want to take a shot? Like, from the guys who, like, realistically, like, locally, who I could give a shot to? Absolutely. Um, hmm. I guess specifically for, like, CWE, since that's the company with the championship there, there's a guy in Winnipeg named Mentolo, and I'd really like to have a one-on-one match with Mentolo. He's a guy who has, like, a lot of experience, a lot of international experience, Mm -hmm. and, like, I think there's a guy that I could have a really competitive match with and maybe learn something from, right? Sweet. Yeah, that would look well, real good, man. Mentolo, he's he's a hell of a wrestler, and yeah, like you said, a lot of experience. He's been around Japan, like he's uh, just a hell of a good guy overall, too. Um, nice. But also about the belt, so it's the Central Canadian Heavyweight Championship. What exactly does that mean? Would that be like comparatively to like the Intercontinental Championship in like WWE? No, man, like, that's we the have we have like the, the we have the grand championship, championship right cwe has the grand championship oh. or the hiw one so yes yeah, so, so like i'm not 100 percent sure where the exact rank standing of those belts are because like um with they amalgamated and they already have cwe belts and now they have hiw belts too so from what i understand the hiw grand championship is like from what i understand anyways it's just kind of like is it good to have around so you have a championship match more than anything but like as far as i know the central canadian championship one i have it's actually like it's the cwe central canadian championship right so it's actually more of like a cwe in line belt not just kind of like an hiw off belt which i don't know what what is ranked more prestigious but i'd assume i assume the one i have but i i don't know well we'll just say it here live now it is it's the best belt out there Best belt there is, yeah, you did yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was the heavyweight title for CW or for HIW for twenty years, so like it has the heritage, right? So like I'll take that. Nice. Absolutely. Would you like to see the belt redesigned a little bit? Maybe some CWE plates on it, but with some HIW on there to keep that uh, history alive as well. Uh, if that's what the promoters want, man. If they want me to carry this one, I'll carry that one. If they want to give me <laughs> brand new shiny belt, then I'll take the brand new shiny belt. I have like obviously new, newer is better for a lot of people, but I like this belt, this heavyweight title one, because in HIW, 
I uh, I wrestled uh, quite a few guys who were the champ or for the championship, and like, so like those memories are alive for me, and like a, the memory of a lot of my a lot of my friends and HIW are kind of in that belt, so I really don't mind that one either. Awesome, man. Cool. Right on. Well, hey, that's really all I got for you, man. We were appreciative of you being here, talking music, talking wrestling, talking hair, talking COVID, talking, <laughs> talking, talking, whatever it is, man. Thanks, thanks a lot, bud. We appreciate it, and we'll hit you up when you win some more belts again. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll uh, I'll try try to get as many of those belts as I can then. We'll uh, the the next the next event that comes to Regina, we'll do a live interview with Davey O'Doyle. I've the got... live live limbo. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have the gear to make that happen, so we'll do it. All right, man. All right, then I look forward to meeting you then, Joe. Yeah, okay. Thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate it. All right, all right. Thanks, Joe. All the best, Davey. Take care, man. Yeah, see you guys. Championship. Keep cool. Woo. Woo. Ka. Me and all my Used to play in bands T-shirts of our favorites Hanging in our closets With records that we swore No one else could ever get their hands on We started out sane But spread ourselves thin At the all-ages shows And in the empty clubs Bought our words into shitty PAs Broke our credit, left all tickets unpaid and I remember van problems and broken glass Nervous nights spilling on the floor We tried praying, we tried drinking but we never try to cover song Now I leave my jacket on The back of a chair at the table at home Where I sit up at night And sing until the morning in a dim light A little Help me be okay with another night Just another stage, so enjoy the ride Turn off the lights and say goodnight And I was hanging at the college house last night Not looking for girls or Fights or advice Just bottles on the ground All is well when the world Is spinning around The days are moving fast But my mind is going slow The trap was set for me And the pills have been swallowed I still care about the dream That I gave up on About a year ago Now I leave my jacket on The back of a chair of the table at home Where I sit up at night And sing until the morning
enjoy the ride Turn off the lights and say goodnight